hello everyone and welcome to my podcast hi how are you i hope you're well i hope you're doing great i'm doing fantastic not a complaint here um honestly i i wanted to do a podcast today just overviewing some of the things that have been happening recently because i feel like there's been a lot going on and I haven't really, like, updated on what's been happening in the life of Hannah, the banana, Fernander. So I decided to go ahead and do that. Um, so there's a couple of things that are first for today or for recently. Number one, one of the things that, like, I tried for the first time was doing my own hair but in twists. So, you know, I've always done the braids. Well, I did my own hair, but I did them in twists this time. And the twists are absolutely gorgeous on me. I love them. I love how light they feel, and I love the actual look of them. Um, and honestly, it makes me interested to see how my hair would look in dreads because I know that um, Jackie Hill Perry has her hair in dreads, and her hair is, like, an example of what I would want my hair to look like if I were to get dreads. Like, everybody has a different look that they go for when they get dreads or when they get locks. But, like, if I were to get locks, I would want my hair to look like Jackie Hill Perry. And so when I wear my hair in this, like, twist style, I could see how my hair could be, like, you know, locked up. Like, I could see how it could look if it was locked up, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, so I was, like, thinking about that, and I was like, man, that would be an interesting style to try. But nonetheless, this twisted style looks really good. It's also super easy. It, like, literally didn't even take me that long to do. And it's really easy to redo, too. Like, one day I felt one of my twists, like, sliding off my hair because I didn't do it uh, tight enough or well enough on my hair. And then I literally just sat there while me and my mom was in the uh, room watching TV, literally just sat there and, like, retwisted them myself right then and there. And so, like, I don't know. Just the twists are not a difficult style to do there's something that like when you start off by braiding it and then you twist it I realized for my hair I actually have to braid for quite a bit of time then twist it because my hair is so uh soft and slippery that it like slips off of the the hair slips off the braid easily so I have to braid it 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 then like when I get about like uh halfway through or maybe not even halfway like it's a little bit less than halfway then I can actually start twisting it and so that um is like something I realized that I love and it's a new style that I've tried and I've loved it it also is a very cute summer style like it just looks really bouncy and like lively but one thing I don't like about it is that my hair comes out of it easily and I've even noticed other people who have done this hairstyle who look like they have similar hair textures to me their hair also easily slips out of this style and so at times it can look a little bit raggedy if it's not done correctly because there's sometimes where like it slips out but it looks cute and it like adds a different like layer to it or whatever but then there's sometimes where it's just my hair is slipping out and it just doesn't look good and so um that's definitely something to keep in mind with this hairstyle the longevity of it is not worth the time that you put into actually doing it um because it it doesn't last that long like this has only been my second week of having it and my hair is already starting to like uh like come out of the braid i mean come out of the twist even the first week it was coming out of the twist and i had to redo them the other night then um i mean quite 
frankly, though, it doesn't really take that long of a time because the hair is already prepped once you get it. If you get the crochet hair that's already twisted, you just have to untwist it and then put it in your hair, and it works out great. So, honestly, the time that it took me to do it was not that long. It genuinely did not take me a long time to do my hair. Um, so, if this is a style that I say, man, I really like the way it looks, it would be worth it to put in that time and energy uh, to have it last for a couple of weeks or to have to keep freshening it up. But it looks good, ultimately. I still think braids are probably my best go-to style for, like, longevity-wise. But as far as enjoyable-wise, definitely these twists. And I will definitely be whipping these bad boys out again because I love them. All right, next point on the item agenda today is um, I did my own nails for the first time. So I've done my nails before with press-on nails, but they popped off. It was, like, literally, like, in middle school when I was trying to, like, do the press-on nails or whatever. And I always paint my nails, but I've never actually done the press-on nails myself. And when Kamari did them the other day for me, they just looked so good. And I was like – I say the other day, but it was really, like, a couple of months ago when I graduated. Um, <laughs> but they looked so good, and I was like, yo, like, I definitely want to try this style out again. And I really liked the actual type of nail that she got or that she recommended for me to get, which was the nude um, French tip. So it's like the nude French tip. So it looks like a French tip, but it's like nude, and so it doesn't really, like, it's not super bold. It doesn't take up a lot of attention, and I like that in, in my nail style. And so I thought it was really good. Also, um, me doing my nails for the first time, I did them, like, some of them I didn't put enough glue on them when I did them. And so I was like, I already know these are going to come off. But I told myself, I said, I'm going to take the pressure off because, number one, this is my first time doing it, like, ever. And so I, or, like, actually intentionally doing it. And so I was like, I'm going to take the pressure off. And if I have to re-glue some nails on, I just have to re-glue some nails on. So, so far, I've had to re-glue on a thumb. And then one of my uh, index fingers popped off today, so I'm going to have to redo the index finger again. And it's like, I got my nails done by an actual nail place when I went, um, and it was cool. Like, my sister wanted to go, and so we went and, like, flourished a little bit on some nails. Um, and the acrylic nails was really cute that they did. But I'm going to be honest. The acrylic nails that they did, I felt like weren't really me. Like, I looked at my nails, and I was like, they look cute, but they really didn't look as cute as the way Kamari did it that one day with the press-on nails. And I know that sounds contradictory because you think, like, oh, because they're the acrylic nails, they will look better done by a professional. But quite frankly, I really like the actual look of the nails that Kamari did better than the look of the acrylics that I got um, when I went to the nail salon. And they, like, dug into my nails so deep with the little thing that when I was peeling them off, my nails literally were so thin, and it just, my nails were hurting. So I had to not put anything on my nails for, like, a couple of weeks to let my nails regain their strength because they have been so uh, beat down by getting my nails done by my nail tech. And so, like, yes, it's cute, but, and it lasts for a while, too, but it's like, I don't know, it just, it didn't feel like me. And then also, your nails start growing out really quickly, and so then you have to get them filled in so that your nails can, like, stay, like, longevity-wise. But it's like, I don't know, and then when you try to take them off, it takes forever and a day to get them acrylic nails off, whereas if you have the press-on nails, it's a lot easier to just pop them off. And so, and I feel like the uh, press-on nails don't really hurt my fingernails themselves 
as much as the acrylic nails did. So I'm definitely, I mean, yeah, yeah, as much as the acrylic nails did. So I'm definitely considering press-on nails to be, like, a more go-to for me when I want to wear nails. Um, and so it was an exciting experience trying to do my own nails for the first time. Third thing, that's an update, I got a new purse. So I've been rocking with the purse that I have for a little while now, and I love this purse. This is one of my favorite purses. I got it, like, one Christmas. I don't remember what Christmas it was, but it was a couple Christmases ago that I got a new purse from my family, and I love that purse. Like, it's that, that purse is literally my ride-or-die purse. I mean, it's my only purse that I have, but, like, it's the one I love the most. And so I will literally wear it everywhere, but it's almost getting too small for me to carry the stuff that I need in it. Like, every day that I'm, every day that I'm going to do something, like, it's always overflowing, and so it feels like it's a little bit too small for me, or at least for the things that I'm doing recently. So um, I decided to get a new purse, and I saw that there was one on sale at JCPenney's when we went the last time. And even though I couldn't get the sale, I had them marked down the price because I saw that it was cheaper online, um, and so they marked it down for me to the price that it was online. I also had a 15% off coupon, so I just applied all that I could, and then, um, yeah, and then I used the last of one of my gift cards, and so I just tried to get it down as low as I could, and so I got a pretty good deal on it. Um, I saved about $30 on the, on the purse, which was awesome. It was really cute. It's really cute, too, so I'm excited. It's black, and it's got, like, these little handles that look like wood, but they're not really wood. But it's, like, so cute because it's got this, like, black and brown tone to it that looks really good, and I think it'll look cute with me. Even when I picked it up, Andrea was like, oh, yeah, that looks really good on you. And I was like, thank you. So I'm excited for it. I can't wait. You know, it looks good or whatever. Um, As far as work, Work is fine, um, minus the micromanagers and tattletellers I have. So there's a lady I work with who is a micromanager, and she loves to come over and tell me what to do. And she literally suffocates me because not only is she mentally suffocating me by, like, constantly telling me what to do and constantly being all up in my face and, like, hey, do this, do that, and, like, moving my stuff around. But she also is, like, physically suffocating me because she's a smoker. And no shade to smokers. Like, if that's what you want to do, do that. But please, if you smoke and you know you're a heavy smoker, don't come all up in my face. Like, learn some personal space, please, ma'am. Even if she wasn't a smoker, personal space, please. Thank you. Like, she always up in my grill. And I'm not the only one because all the new people – or just people who are younger than her, she loves to boss them around. But, sweetie, I'm not the one. If you're not my manager and you're not our big boss, I don't care what you have to say. The only two people that I really take, like, when they ask me to do something, I do it immediately, is the lady who hired me, who was my hiring manager, Susan, and then the big boss of the entire store, like the manager of the entire store, Mo. Everybody else who says they're a manager, like Tammy and Taylor and all of that, I don't care who you are, you're not my manager. Like, in my eyes, you're not my manager. You're just somebody else who works here. Um, and I'm not disrespectful in that way, but it's just like, if everybody a manager, then who actually work it, right? So I don't treat everyone with that same level of immediate um, obedience, per se, just because you ask me to do something, I'm not going to jump on it, especially if you are, like, the lady who micromanages me, she's literally a worker as well. Like, it's not like she's a manager. It's not like she is somebody who's 
over me to any degree. She is a worker, and she loves to act like she knows more than I do because she's been working there for longer than I have, but that doesn't mean anything to me. Just because you've been working here longer than I have doesn't mean that I'm going to let you boss me around and tell me what to do when you're not my manager. And so when she's saying, hey, can you do this, can you do that, I'm, like, slow to do it because, first of all, I'm not, I'm not going to be rude and be like, no, I can't. But if it comes to that and when it comes to that, I will be saying, no, I can't. But for the meantime, when she asks me, can I do something, I'd be like, um, and I'd be trying to push off as much as I can because she's one of them people who loves to take on a bunch of tasks but then realize that she can't do everything, but she feels like she has to do everything. And so then because she feels like she has to do everything, she's taking up all these tasks that she can't complete. And then she'll come and then make other people do the stuff she's supposed to be doing. Girl, that's not my job. You know what I mean? Literally that day that she came up to me, I was working in the fitting room, y'all. I was supposed to be putting stuff back from the fitting room and from customer service, right? She come up to me talking about some, hey, I'm looking for this specific item for our online orders. Girl, miss me with that. I'm not looking for the online orders. Now, if I happen to pass by something and I see that that's what the online order is requesting, then cool. But it's not my job to fulfill online orders. That's y'all job. Y'all need to figure that out. I'm on fitting room. Like, I'm sticking to what my job is. And that's how you be efficient. And something I realized as I've been working at Kohl's is the best way to be efficient at your job is to do what you are asked to do when you are asked to do it to the best of your ability. I'm not out here trying to do everybody's job. I'm not out here trying to uh, fulfill online orders or trying to put back freight. I'm not trying to do all of that. All I'm doing is focusing on the fitting rooms. When I was told to organize and clean and put back stuff from the fitting room, that's exactly what I did. That's all I did, and I did that efficiently. Even my the lady who hired me, Susan, she came up to me and she was like, hey, you are – she was like, thank you for being so efficient or whatever, whatever. And I was like, you're welcome. And see, you can be efficient when you do your actual job. Because if I'm too busy focusing on everybody else and their mama's job, I'm not going to get my job done. And so what does it look like for me to go around and help everybody and do everybody else's job and not have my own job done? That looks like I'm a poor worker. That reflects poorly on me. So, no, ma'am, I will be doing my job and my job only. And if it tells me that's what I'm doing, then that's what I'm doing. And also, when they be asking, can somebody fill in for da-da-da-da-da, can somebody blah-blah, I don't be jumping to do stuff because that's not my job. Like I said, I don't get paid. I get paid $11.50 an hour. That is not my job to do everything for everyone. You know, I stick to what I'm doing, and that's it. And then I go home. Um, and I think some people have this complex that they have to be the savior and that they have to be the one out there doing stuff, when in all reality, that's not true. Like, it's not true that you have to be the one doing everything. If everybody just did what they were supposed to do, we'd all be straight. But, you know, anywho. Then I got this little girl tattletelling on me because that day, I had been there since 7 o'clock. And all of a sudden, my friend Jessica comes up to me, and she's like, hey, Hannah, did, uh, she was like, do you know that girl, that woman, she's, like, really short, kind of skinny, she's got, like, gray hair and the glasses, and I was like, no, I don't know who you're talking to, she was like, yeah, she's, like, kind of older, and, like, her name is Regina, I was like, nah, girl, I don't know who you're talking about, later on, I came to find out that I did know who she was talking about, but, um, she was like, I was like, at the time, I didn't know who she was referencing, so I said, nah, girl, I don't know, and she was like, well, 
she was talking about you, and she was, uh, she no, she said she was paddling on you. Hold on, let me get a drink of water. Okay. So she was like, yeah, she was paddling on you. Um, she was saying that, um, she's saying that you were on your phone the entire time while y'all were supposed to be putting stuff back in the fitting room. Now, mind you, mind you. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Let me finish telling the story. So then I asked Jessica, I'm like, oh, okay, that's all she said? And Jessica was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. And then I asked her, I said, well, who did she tell this to? And Jessica said that she told it to my hiring manager, Susan. Remember, Susan is the only person I listen to. So, well, Susan and Bo, who's the big boss. So, so I was like, okay, so she's telling all this. Apparently, Regina, the girl that the, that was old and da-da-da-da-da, then told on me to Susan that I was on my phone the entire time. Keep in mind that I had, number one, been there since 7 o'clock. So Regina came in at 10 o'clock, right? By that time, I had already done everything that needed to be done, right? When I came in at 7 o'clock, I was the only one working in the fitting room. And so I come in, the fitting rooms are a hot mess for the women and the men, are a hot mess. Nothing is organized. Everything is thrown onto these big rails, and I went through and organized them by, like, athletics and, like, where they go. I organized them by brands. So when we had our cross and borrow section, I put a cross and borrow section. I organized it by where the men, because we had a bunch of clothes. So in the, in the women's fitting room, it's just supposed to be women's clothes that's supposed to be put back. But we got stuff like sleepwear. We've got kids' clothes. We've got men's clothes. We've got all types of stuff. So I organized everything. Y'all, it took me two hours to organize everything. That's a long time to spend organizing clothes, guys. Okay, listen. And if you if you haven't worked in retail, you know, well, if you have worked in retail, you know that, like, fitting rooms are not fun, and they take a long time to do. When you take your stuff and organizing it and putting it back, it takes a long time to do. But mind you, I had already done my job. And so I had already organized everything within the first, like, two hours I was there, which is pretty quick, to be honest. Um, and then, so I organized everything, right? Then... Miss, uh, my boss Susan comes over and she's like, hey, can you move this, da, 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 and so she asked me to do something, and so I said, yes, ma'am, and I did it right away, and I told her, thank you, and then she said, no, thank you, because I appreciate your efficiency, so number one, Susan's already noted that I'm an efficient worker, and I do what I'm supposed to do, so this little girl, Regina, coming over here talking to her about me being on my phone, I feel like that didn't really phase Susan, because Susan already knows I'm a good worker, anywho, so let me continue on with the story, so so I have been there since 7 o'clock. I had already organized all the fitting rooms by myself, mind you, by myself. And I had already taken one rack. So we had two big racks full of clothes, filled to the brim with clothes. I, already, I had already taken one rack and completely put everything out on the floor. So everything that was on that rack, I put that back on the floor. That is a lot of work to do in three hours. That is a lot of work to do in three hours. So in three hours, mind you, I cleaned out the fitting room organized all of the stuff from customer service from the fitting rooms and from the stuff that was just thrown all over the floor. I put everything back that needed to go back from that one rail. And then the second rail was a rail of men's clothes, uh, men's clothes, athletic uh, gear, and um, children's clothes, just all kind of random stuff. So then I was about to take that stuff out. So when Regina comes in, of course I was on my phone because the ladies who were supposed to be helping me with the rails – 
them two ladies were already doing the last rail that was out. And because I had already done that, first, there was only two rails. So because I had already done the first rail and finished that completely, there was no more rails to do. There was no more work to do. So I already finished rail number one. And rail number two was being taken care of by two people. So I went back to the, where the fitting rooms were. No one was in the store yet because it was just 10 o'clock. No one was in the fitting rooms yet, I mean. So I went back to the fitting room, and I took a seat, and I went on my phone for a minute. And I was looking at my phone, and I was going, and I saw that one of the books that I requested from the library was ready. So I went ahead and opened it up and started looking at it because um, I was excited to read it, which, mind you, that's coming soon. Stay tuned on my podcast because I'm going to be talking about that book soon. Um, but, no, like, I was on my – and then I checked my phone because I saw some – I had some text messages. So, yeah, I took a break, and I was on my phone. But I also did the work. And because there was no other work for me to do at the moment, I went on my phone. And so then this girl going to go and tell Susan that I was on my phone the entire time we was in the fitting room. I wanted to tell her so bad, love, you weren't even here the entire time I was here. So how are you going to talk about I was on my phone the entire time when you ain't even been here since 7 o'clock, right? That don't make sense. Tell me something that makes sense. Make it make sense. So I told Jessica, when she told me all of that, I said, oh, okay. I was just taking in the information, asking questions, you know, to get further observations. I wasn't gossiping, y'all. I was just trying to get more information about this person who's supposed to be talking about me, right? So all I did when Jessica presented the information, I didn't say nothing about that woman. All I did was say, who did she tell it to, and was that all she said? Then after Jessica answered those two questions, I told Jessica, I said, well, if anybody has something that they want to let me know, they can come talk to me. And that was it. And I left it at that. Because I'm not going to sit here being like, oh, my God, she done told on me, da 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 If Susan had a problem with it, Susan would have told me yesterday. But Susan didn't say nothing to me. So Susan obviously didn't have a problem with it. And, yeah, I shouldn't have been on my phone, but also I had finished my work. So what else am I supposed to do? Now, next time I'm going to be a little bit more cautious, and I'm not going to just be on my phone out in the open. You know what I mean? But if I finish what I'm supposed to do, what what am I supposed what am I supposed to do? So I told myself I said I'm gonna have to start slowing down because people are just getting to be too much. Like people are recognizing that I'm an efficient worker, and so you've got some people over here who are like, oh my gosh, have you? Like one lady was like, have you ever worked retail before? And I was like, no. And she was like, well, you're really good at it. And I was like, thank you. And she's like, you're really good. I was like, ah, girl, thank you. And like so. We've got some people who compliment me and appreciate the work that I bring. And then you've got other people like freaking Regina talking about I'll be on my phone too much. And then you got um this other little girl who's slow, always micromanaging me like I don't know how to do nothing. Like, it's getting to the point where it's just like, okay, first of all, I only have a month left. I only have a month left before I'm out of here. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Um, And then also – I really don't care. Like, this is a job that I get paid $11.50 for an hour. Like, if somebody wants to fire me, they can. Okay, cool. I'm fine with it. Um, and if somebody has something to say to me, they can come talk to me. Like, I'm not one of them people that get scared of big managers or big bosses or whatever. I might get a little bit awkward around them, especially if I don't know them, but I don't get scared of them. I'm not scared to ask for what I want, right? When I told Susan, hey, because I talked to Susan earlier that morning, and I was like, hey, I'm not going to be here on the 20th. Like, my last day is the 26th. I'm not afraid to tell people what I need and what I want, right? And so, like, I'm not scared. Like, if somebody has something to say about me, they can come tell me to my face. And if Susan had a problem with it, 
I'm pretty sure she would have came to me that same day. Because Susan is, and I actually appreciate Susan, because she's somebody who actually works hard and she does what needs to be done. And so I like her as a boss, honestly. And so she would have came to me and told me, hey, you don't need to be on your phone, da 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 if there's a problem. She has yet to say anything, so I don't believe there's a problem, right? And like I said, I'm still going to be cautious and, like, careful, but I'm not going to be looking behind my Like, literally, Jessica was like, hey, girl, you need to watch your back. You need to watch your back. I said, I'm not watching nothing. Like, calm down, really. So if somebody got something to say, they can come to me, but I'm not going to watch my back like people going to stab me in it. Like, ah, uh-uh, that's not how this is going to happen. Ain't nobody going to be stabbing me in the back because I already know in my heart of hearts how far I'm going into this thing, and I'm not going that far into this thing. So can no, nobody can stab me in the back because I don't care, right? I don't care if you're going to go tattle on me. That just shows to me that you think you're really doing something. This is your life, and you trying to buddy up with people, and you trying to, like, make yourself seem like you are just so cool and, like, you're in with the in crowd. What? I don't care, girl. I don't care. I could care less, right? Really, I don't care. Um, hold on. Let me get a drink of water. So, needless to say, she did all of that just to do nothing. <laughs> she did all of that to do nothing. Um, but, anywho, so that's what's going on at work. Like, there's really fun moments. Some of the fun moments was, like, when I met this girl named Desiree, and I feel like I've been talking about her so much, but she's just so funny. Like, I want to hang out with her again. I think tomorrow, I have a late night shift or a night shift tomorrow, so I, um, I think she's going to be there, so I hope she is because she's really fun to be around. And, yeah, but I'm just like, y'all need to miss me with that craziness, with that, like, I don't even know, with y'all trying to micromanage me and trying to paddle on me. And I just say, I'm going to go. I'm out of here. I'm out of here in a month. Um, Another important update is that my assistant principal at the school that I'm going to be working at called me today to get information so that she could register me for our new teacher orientation that the school district offers, which is going to be happening in July. And I'm so excited because that just shows that, like, things are moving along. And even though I haven't yet had my certification confirmed, it's in the process. And so I've been trying to get in contact with them, but it's taking them forever because they want to act like they don't know how to do nothing. And they want to act like, let me tell you this, too. I've been trying to call them at the school district office, and they act like they can't answer the phone. They act like they can't pick up the phone. I don't know who over there, but every time I call, I talk about something. It's a high call volume. Use our automated messages to help you out. Um, No, I want to speak to a person, and I need to speak to them soon. And so I've been trying to call them and get in contact with them, but they act like they don't know how to answer no phone. So I just said, whatever, I'm going to hold on to that, and we going to take care of that another day. Um, but it is exciting to see that, you know, things are progressing along and summer's almost over. So I've got a couple more things on my bucket list to finish. But other than that, genuinely, I'm I'm ready to start, you know, getting prepared for the teaching and, and, um, I'm going to start looking into getting my resources together pretty soon, um, and making sure that I've got all my stuff collected. Um, I didn't realize, like, I actually have a good amount to start with for teaching. So I really don't think I'm going to buy anything. Um, and I say that now until I actually get in the classroom, and then I'm going to be like, oh, my gosh, I want to buy this, I want to buy But genuinely, like, when I look at the stuff that I have in the garage that I've been saving since, you know, two years ago, um, I've been, like, piling stuff up and just saving little bits of stuff here and there. And especially the stuff that New River gave me. Like, New River gave me so much stuff, um, and I'm genuinely so appreciative of it. They gave me 
so many like little trinkets that I could use as as prizes or just like little bins that I can use and containers and so I'm definitely going to use those I genuinely like when I'm looking at what I have I don't have anything that I need for my classroom that I can think of other than um what's that called a laminator I want to get a laminator because I've seen how helpful that is for teachers to have a laminator so I'm definitely going to buy one of those but those are only like 20 something dollars at Target other than that I really don't have any, like, a list of things I want. Oh, well, no, like, little office supplies, so, like, a laminator, a stapler, like, little stuff like that that I'm going to need for my classroom. But for the majority, I have everything I need. So I'm not going to be getting, like, a lot of huge, big stuff. And the thing is is that I have a lot of stuff that I was going to give away, but I saved because I was like, I could use this in my classroom. Like, for example, pillows. Like, I might not have the coolest uh, flexible seating chairs in my classroom, but, I mean, I have pillows. And so I can use my pillows as flexible seating options for my students or these little blankets that my uh, got, that my aunt gave me. Like, I could use those for, like, some fun activities and stuff. So, like, I like I already thought in my mind, like, those little blankets I have could be when we do, like, a picnic-themed whatever, you know. So just little stuff that I have already that I'm, like, I'm just going to – use what I have and be uh like creative with that right so that's exciting and I'm excited for that um and then oh so I'm gonna need the laminator but what's the beneficial about the laminator is that I can then print off the alphabets and the calendars and whatever else I need and laminate them through that laminator so basically the laminator is like worth its money because then I can print off from the internet things that I want to use in my classroom, and it's free, or sometimes you have to pay, like, you know, a dollar, two dollars if you're on teacher pay teachers, but it's, for the most part, free, and you can run it through the laminator once you print it out, and it'll create that kind of decoration for your classroom, so I'm excited for that, and that's pretty much all I'm thinking of buying for my classroom. Another idea that I had was a back-to-school basket, so it's basically going to be this basket that I'm going to buy and create for myself. And it's going to be just full of, like, back-to-school stuff. So let me go – hold on. Let me go to my thing so I can explain it. Wait. Okay. <laughs> so basically the back-to-school basket is, like, a treat for myself that's going to help me throughout the school year, right? Because I'm going to be a first-year teacher, and I really want to get good with self-care, and I want to get good with, like, actually taking care of my body, you know. So I've thought of this idea of a back-to-school basket where it's basically going to be just a basket full of little – because one of my favorite things to do to relax and to really enjoy myself and take time with myself is taking a bath and having, like, comfortable pajamas to get in. Like, that's one of my favorite things is to shave and then to, like, relax in the bathtub and then to, like, just – I don't know. Like, just – I love it. I love it. So I thought a back-to-school basket would be fun. And inside of this back-to-school basket, I'm going to include, like, bath bombs, bubble bath, Epsom salt, body scrub, lotion. Like, try to make it all a similar scent. Um, and then I was thinking of putting some, like, flowers inside of it and just making it really look cute. And then, like, get a comfy pair of pajamas. And I want to get, like, just a really nice, breezy, like, silky kind of pajama that is, of course, affordable. Like, I'm not trying to ball out. You know what I mean? We're doing this on a budget. 
but that is comfortable and that is something that I can say, like, if I'm having an extremely hard day, this basket is going to help me. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I'm going to go to God and I'm going to be, like, praying to him and all of that because I love God and I feel like he is the one that is really going to get me through. But also what's helpful is to have little treats for yourself when I want to reward myself or when I want to be like, hey, we got through the day today. Like, a bath is where I want to go. And I want to put on some comfy pajamas that make me feel good, not necessarily just eating. Because I think I put a lot of my motivation behind my eating. Like, I put a lot of um, – we, and I talked about this on my last podcast – Like, my emotional regulation is heavily dependent on eating, right? Like, I regulate my emotions based on eating. But I was wondering, like, what could I do that's not eating? And I think that, like, whole bath routine could be a good way to reward myself or to make myself feel better and get me back to that place of neutral, right? That's, like, a healthy way of doing that. Um, Because how can you feel horrible if you're in a comfy pair of pajamas? How can you feel horrible when the Epsom salt like, is just soak it into your skin and you feel so good. Like, I don't know. And so I want to get that type of stuff and uh, and just and, and, and have it to be a scent that I love and just have it to be something relaxing for me because I know it's going to be a stressful experience. I mean, I'm literally just working at Kohl's and people are already getting on me. So it's like, you know, we about to, we about to experience another whole thing when we go here. And I'm going to be over an entire class of kids. So it's just going to be an experience that I think I, I want to have something that I can, like, go to to help me feel better uh, and to just comfort me in that way. Um, so I'm excited for that. Okay, that was just a random tangent. But another update that I have is I have started reading two books, and I will give a review on them later. But I'm just going to basically talk about how I began reading these books. So I was looking for some books. Girl, I was hunting. I wanted to find some really good books to read because I had just read that one book by Rashonda Tate Billingsley. Um, I forgot what it's called, but I did a podcast on it too. And it was a really good book. And so I was like, man, I want to read another good book. And so then I went to Target to find a book. Uh, well, actually, I was watching YouTube and a uh, like a trailer popped up for this movie, and I was like, okay, and I thought it was Downton Abbey at first when I first saw the trailer, so I wanted to finish watching it, but then I realized it was a completely different movie. It's a movie called Mr. Malcolm's List, and Mr. Malcolm's List was based on a book, and so I was like, man, I want to look up this book, so I went to my, uh, I went to, like, look to see how much it was, and I was going to buy it on Amazon, but then I was like, well, before I buy it, let me read it on my library app that I have on my phone called Libby. So I went to Libby, and I read, like, a sample of it. And I was like, okay, I like it, but I don't know if I necessarily want to buy it. Because it's, like, it seems like it's an interesting book, like, the concept of, like, a man having a list. Because I don't know, like, I always see books where, like, girls have a list, and they're trying to see what guy fits their list. But I've never seen it vice versa. And the book has actually played out really well, so I'll talk more about that later. But I didn't want to buy it because it wasn't really, like, drawing me in that deep that I wanted to buy it, right? So then I was like, okay, so I just went and put a place to hold for it on the library app. And so that was the book that yesterday was off, like, that they finally said, hey, the book that you've requested is now available. So that's why I was, like, on my phone because I was so excited to see that the book I because I've been waiting for, like, a couple weeks at this point. And so it's, like, it was finally available. So I was like, cool, 
Kubis, 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 and I went ahead and um, started reading it yesterday, and it was really, it's really interesting. Like, it's one of those things that's easy to digest, so I'm going through it fairly quickly. Like, it tells you a percentage of the book that you're through, and, like, I literally started it yesterday, and I'm already, like, 40% of the way through the book because it's just such an easy thing to read. Like, not that it's, it's just very simple. Like, it doesn't take a lot to think about. Whereas the second book that I'm reading is called Dude. Now, I went to the I went to Target because I wanted to find a good book to read. And I was like, Target will probably have a good book that I can read. So I'm looking through the aisles trying to find a good book. And I saw a couple of books that seemed interesting, but I wasn't really sure. And then the two books that I was picking between was Dune and When the Crawdad Sings. And so I saw the When the Crawdad Sings, and I was like, it seems interesting, but then one of the phrases that it said made me feel like it was going to have a little bit too much romance in it and a little bit too much touchy-feely for me, um, and so I didn't want to dive into that, and so I kind of put that back, and I got the book Dune, and I got the book Dune because it was one of the cheaper books that was there, like $14, which is a pretty good price for, you know, a heavy set book, um, and then also, <clears throat> um, I've heard so much about it, you know, from the movie that Zendaya and Timothy uh, Chalamet are in, and so I wanted to watch the movie, but I was like, hey, here's the book, I can read the book. So then I started reading the book, and I absolutely have fallen in love with this book so much, and I'm going to discuss more why later, but it's just such a good book. I, just, I love it. It's a really big book, though, so I'm not even through, like, there's three different parts of the book. I'm not even through the first part of the book. Like, it's really thick, and it's really um, not as easy to digest. Like, it's one of those books that you have to take your time and eat. You can't just eat it all in one sitting. Um, but it's so good, and it keeps bringing me back and back and back because I keep wanting to read more and more. Um, so on my list of, like, podcasts to do eventually is to do a review on the two books that I just read or that I'm still reading, rather. Um, I also want to do a, like, review of a new um, artist that I've discovered who I really love. And then also I want to do a review on New Amsterdam. So I love the show New Amsterdam. And I have been watching it. Me and my mom are on season three. We watch it together. Um, and so we're on season three. And it's just, I want to talk about it more in depth. Like, I've been wanting to do it so bad, but I haven't gotten in the mood for it. And so now that I feel like I'm kind of a good chunk of the way through the series, I feel like I'm at a place where I can, like, talk about it. And so I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about it. Um, but I just want you guys to know that I love the show. And it's been something that has been so interesting. Like, me and my mom literally will, like, it's kind of like a routine now where, like, after dinner, I'll come in her room and I'll be like, hey, you want to watch our show? And she'll be like, yeah, girl, turn it on. And then we turn it on and then we watch a couple of episodes and then we go to bed. So, like, it's really become a part of our routine of watching. Like, it's really interesting. Um, it's a good show, though. I love it. Um, and so I'm going to talk more about that later. So let me make a list of podcast topics um, I still need to do. need to do and the first one is um book reviews for dune and mr malcolm's list oh and then also mr malcolm's list because it's coming out in theaters that's one of the movies that i want to see when i take myself on a date so i'm excited i want to go watch that movie and i'm also probably going to do a review on the movie too 
So I'll also include a movie review of Malcolm, Mr. Malcolm Bliss because uh, I think that would be cool to, like, note the differences between the book and the movie. Um, and I'll also end up doing a movie review, too, when I pay for the movie, but the movie review of Dune. Now, Dune currently right now, when I tried to uh, look it up to see how much it was to, like, watch, currently right now to rent it is, like, $19. I am not paying $19 to watch a movie. But I guess when you really think about it, it's kind of like how in theaters, like, a lot cheaper than it would be if I were to go in theaters. So I might consider buying it and just treating my family to watching the movie, but I hope it's good enough to actually do that. Like, I don't want to buy it and then it not be that good. Um, but I guess that's the same, you know, when you go to the movie theater. You never know if it's going to actually be that good. So movie review of Dune. I also want to get out of the habit of only watching Marvel movies in the theaters because I feel like all this time I've just been watching Marvel movies in theaters because – like, everything else, I'm like, oh, I'll just wait till that comes out. I'll just wait till that comes out on TV. And it's like, that I can do that. That's fine. But also, like, Marvel is starting to get to the point where I don't really enjoy their stuff as much. Like, I used to really love their their movies. But now it's like, I don't know. I feel like the older Marvel movies are really good. But the recent ones that they're coming out with are just not hitting like they used to. Um, and so... I'm not particularly, like, even the Doctor Strange movie that just came out, I was not really interested in that movie. Like, it was not, I wouldn't have paid to watch that again. I would have been just as fine watching it at home when it came out for free. Um, <coughs> well, yeah. Then, so I want to do book reviews, movie reviews. I also want to do review of New Amsterdam. And then um, review of – so the girl's name is Natalie Bergman, I think is her name. And that's the artist that I just recently discovered. So I'll give more details on that when I do the review of hers. And then I also – oh, that's it. That's it. So that's all of the topics that I still need to do um, that I, like, want to do eventually. And then finally, I have um, my – topic, which is I want to eventually uh, download Instagram again, and I'm not sure because, like, okay, so this is this is the predicament, right? And I'm almost done, guys. I'm almost done. It's not going to be that much longer. I'm probably going to take, like, like, six minutes max to talk about this, but basically my predicament is this. I am in a place where I'm not around people my age enough. And we're not in settings where I'm able to actually conversate with these people. So I am, like, like I am able to see people my age, like, in passing, but it never feels like I have the actual opportunity to talk to them or to get to know them a little bit better. I have, like, done that with a couple of people at my job, um, and I have done that with, you know, a few people that I've seen here and there, like some of my older friends. I'm definitely developing relationships with. Um, but the thing is, is that I'm in a frame of mind now, and I think that's why I have so little people to talk to or it feels like I have so little people to talk to because I've actually really narrowed down my base. Like, I've narrowed down my circles, and I, I don't open myself up to everyone like I used to before. And so now I'm finding, like, oh, I don't have – a whole bunch of people to text or call like I used to. Like, back in the day, girl, when I was in high school, I had a bunch of people I could text and call, and, you know, it wasn't even, we didn't 
hang out. But it was just people that I could conversate with on the phone or conversate with through text, and I don't have that anymore, right? And so a lot of it is due to the fact that I have changed my frame of reference and I have changed the way that I interact with people. So I don't open myself up to everybody as much as I did before. Um, and so I'm not willing to, like, I don't know, I'm not willing to go at length to do stuff like that. You know what I mean? But now I'm like, okay, I don't have people my age. I keep saying I don't have people my age. I do. But it's like, I don't know how to explain it. Like today, I wanted to call someone just to chat with them and just have a cool old time, just conversating on the phone. But then it was like, I don't know. Then I was thinking of who I could call. I couldn't call Kamari because she's busy. I couldn't call Jovan because he was at work. Also, me and Jovan have been having really interesting conversations recently on the phone. Um, the other day I called him, and we got in, like, literally, like, as soon as we got on the phone, we were talking about breakfast and cereal, and we got in a, like, 10 to 15-minute conversation about cereal, and it was really funny, and I was like, and he was like, I love that we could just get on the phone and talk about cereal, and I was like, I don't know, it just, it worked, it did it, um, but it was a good conversation, um, but, like, I don't know, and then I guess, like, I, there, there's people that I feel like I could reach out to, like Becca and Logan, and just call them out of nowhere, like, I feel like that'd be fine, um, but I also don't know their schedule, and I know that they're working, and they're in school. Um, and then I have a couple of other friends that, like, I like to talk to. But it's like, I'm just like, I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm kind of like, man, like, like I want to, like, some more call buddies. So I could just call and be like, yo, what's up? How you doing? You know what I mean? Um, and so I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying because I'm very much – grateful for the people that I have in my life, and so I don't want to discount the relationships that I have with them, but also at the same time, like, I see so many people in passing that I'm like, they seem like a cool person, and I would like to just, like, get to know other people, like, not even have to necessarily, we don't, we don't have to be best friends, we don't have to be super close, but just get to know people, you know what I mean, um, and especially since I've been recently wanting to be in a relationship, like, I really want to just get to know people. And not for the fact of, like, oh, I want to get to know you so I can be with you and I can date you, but for the fact of, like, I want to get to know you and, like, see where your head's at. And then we can just, like, go from there and see what I'm thinking and go from there. Um, and so, I don't know, it's just interesting. But I've been thinking about getting Instagram because I feel like Instagram is a pathway to doing that because we're not in a space like school anymore where you are just able to interact with people because you're both on the elevator together or you're both passing one another in the hallways, you have the same classes. Like, because I'm not in college or in high school anymore where I'm able to have those frequent interactions with people, it makes me say to myself, okay, maybe I need another space where it can be like a central location for me to have those type of interactions with people. And so I, my thought process is to get Instagram because I feel like Instagram is like the high school or college of, <laughs> of, of the Internet. And it's like not necessarily that I want to go back to high school or want to go back to college. I'm totally fine in the season I'm in. But it's just another way of interacting with people. That's how, that's how I'm going to phrase it because that's truly what it is. I just want another way to interact with people, and I think that downloading Instagram would be another way to interact with people. Now, I do 
with that being said, I do want to take precautions with it because I know how I misused Instagram in my previous uh, seasons of life when I previously had Instagram. So I definitely was on Instagram way too much, and it was draining, but it also um, caused me to be very covetous of other people. It also caused me to, like, um, I don't know, have a false sense of, like, connection with people, even though I didn't really know them. And then it also caused me to just, like, waste my time. Like, I had really poor time management skills. Um, when I had Instagram last, but also the last time I had Instagram, I was very young. And so I made the decision at that age to say, I don't want this anymore because it feels like it's not beneficial to me. And because I can't use it in a beneficial way right now, I'm just going to not have this anymore. And so I deleted it because I didn't, I felt like it wasn't benefiting me. But I feel like now in this season of my life, I feel like it could benefit me. And so here's my thinking and here's my proposition to myself um, and really just where I'm headed with this is I'm thinking of downloading Instagram and I'm thinking of creating two accounts. I'm thinking of creating one account that's with my closest friends. You know what I mean? Like these people would genuinely just be Joe Bond, Kamari, Logan, Becca. Like those are the people that I want to have on that Instagram and that's it. <laughs> and everybody else, um, no, thank you. I'm okay. Because I want to know about the lives of my best friends and about, you know, those who are closest to me. I want to see their lives and what they're posting on Instagram. Um, but I also don't want to feel like I have to accept everybody's Instagram request just because they request it, or I have to follow everybody just because I know them. So that account is going to be solely for, like, my closest friends. Then I want to have another account that's just kind of for anybody and everybody. Like, if I see people that I'm kind of acquainted with, I'll be like, yeah, of course. Let me follow them. They can follow me back. And that is where I think I'll have my central, uh, like, place of conversation and other type of interactions with people. So I'm thinking having two different Instagram accounts could possibly be that boundary setter for me of, like, these are the people that I genuinely consider my friends. And these are just other people. You know what I mean? These are just people that I know. So people that I know and then people that I actually am friends with. And even though Instagram gives you the option to click friends, I just don't want to see everybody that I kind of know in my account all the time. I want a place where I could just be myself and not have to feel like, oh, everybody can see me. You know what I mean? So I'll have my standard whatever uh, for that one Instagram account, but then my other Instagram account would just be for closest friends. And then that way, I can follow whoever and anybody who wants to follow me can follow me, and that can be where I can have those interactions with people that are kind of just random and, like, you know, just chill, not really having to do a lot. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. And, yeah. <laughs> so, anywho, that's everything, all the updates. I know it's been a hot minute, um, but I definitely wanted to take some time today to give you all updates. And so that's pretty much it. I hope y'all have a good rest of y'all day. Bye.